Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Monday wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. A bunch of different things to get into, but we got the outkick jury waiting to weigh in on Luka Doncic putting Montrez Harrell in. <laughs> Put him to sleep. I don't know what you want to say. Uh, that was the ultimate response to Montrez Harrell calling Luka a bitch-ass white boy. The bitch-ass white boy went off in a way that has never happened before, literally, in the history of an NBA playoff game. Uh, Luca, first player with 43-plus points, 17-plus rebounds, and 13-plus assists in a playoff game in NBA history. Uh, that, again, has never occurred. Ar- uh, arguably as good uh, of a playoff performance as we, as we have ever seen. The only other player with that many points, rebounds, and assists in a regular season game was Wilt Chamberlain, who did it back in 1968. And only three players in the history of the NBA have ever recorded 14, 15, and 10 in an NBA playoff game. Oscar Robertson back in 1963 and Charles Barkley back in 1993, which is pretty wild to think about. It has been, the math is even hard on that, uh, 27 years since anybody in the NBA has done what Luka did yesterday afternoon. Uh, So, 
uh, we are asking the question, what should the NBA's response have been for Montrez Harrell calling Luka a bitch-ass white boy? We got a loaded uh, outkick jury pool ready to weigh in. Uh, also, by the way, in this hour, I want to dive into a couple of additional questions out there. Big Ten athletic directors, 14-0 to zero were in favor of playing the college football season, 14-0, to zero, and... This is a big story that I'm surprised is not getting more attention. In the NFL testing protocols for the coronavirus, 77 players tested falsely positive. 77 players representing 10 or 11 different teams. How many people out there are testing false positive for the coronavirus the only reason why these NBA players we found out that they weren't positive is because they had the resources to immediately get tested anew and they could figure out that all of these results were false positives 77 of them it's crazy it's a wild story Uh, But we begin with the OutKick jury weighing in with our poll question. If you can't call in, you can certainly go vote. Over 7,000 of you have voted. Should Montrez Harrell have been fined and or suspended by the NBA for calling Luca quote, a bitch-ass white boy? 75% of you say yes. That music in the background you hear is the people's court. OutKick is the people's court as well. Dub, you have got everybody lined up. We will allow the jury now to weigh in what should have happened to Montrez Harrell for calling Luca a bitch-ass white boy. Should the NBA have fined and or suspended him? Who's up first, Dub? We got Mike in Las Vegas. Mike in Vegas. Should they have fined or suspended him? Of course they should have, and I will submit to you, playing the audience, that Adam Silver is the weakest commissioner when it comes to uh, fair punishment that uh, uh, when, if it would have been an African-American, uh, a white person saying a racial epithet against an uh, African-American, there would have been, as you asserted, a suspension. And one, one other thing, in the post-game show on TNT, uh, Charles Barkley tried to make that exact opinion that you put in there, and he was shut down and and uh, and overtalked by Kenny Smith and by Ernie to a degree, and by uh, Shaquille, saying that this is just what goes on. And you could you could uh, get that uh, post game uh, analysis, but Chuck tried three, four, and five times to say that this is not appropriate and that uh, he was just shut down like there was a producer in his earpiece. It is <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Yeah, thank you for the call. I didn't hear that. Anybody else hear Charles Barkley try to argue for a suspension or a fine? The reason why I like Barkley and we would get along very well is we both say exactly what we think. And, and I've met Charles several times. I've been out to dinner with him a few times. And I, I he's the exact same person face-to-face as he is on television, which is why he's good on television. And frankly, that's why I think I'm good on radio and television because I'm pretty much the exact same person uh, face-to-face as I am on the radio. I don't tiptoe up to my opinions. But because there there is a consistency in logic to Charles Barkley's opinions too. And this is what gets my critics upset is you got to be like a judge, in my opinion, to be an intelligent person in today's lifestyle. And if you truly want equality... You have to apply equal rules to everyone 
you can't play identity politics and protect Montrez Harrell because he's black and not have treated him the exact same way as you would Luca if they said the exact same insult. And by the way, I think the same thing should be true if it was a Yao Ming insult or a Jeremy Lin upset uh, insult. And by the way, just because that's the way it is isn't a defense that something is right, okay? Somebody's saying, well, that's just the way it is in basketball. Well, things are oftentimes the way they are and they're wrong, right? I mean, so defending something as, well, that's just the way it is, is oftentimes the worst argument you can make because it presumes that just because something is bad, it shouldn't change because it's always been that way. Not to say that everything has to be changed, but just that's not a good defense. That's how it is on the basketball court. Well, that's how it is on the basketball court because we've set the precedent that that is permitted, right? If you're trying to eliminate, uh, you know, gay slurs, look, when I played basketball growing up, gay slurs were common. I don't know about kids play today, but it was common to call, uh, to insult kids with gay slurs. We didn't really know what it was, right? Like I played... Uh, and I bet a lot of you did too, like we played Smear the Queer, right? Like that was literally a game that we played and none of us even knew what Smear the Queer meant. But we would play, and I bet a lot of you did who were around my age too, the kid who has the football gets crushed. Like that was right, that was Smear the Queer. Somebody gets it, people try to grab him, people try to tackle him, then that guy throws it away. Whoever picks up the football, the next person tries to tackle. Everybody play that game? On the oh, show, yeah, and yeah, my did mom, you call it smear the queer? Oh, for sure we did. And my mom, who corrected us on everything, to be fair to all people, all nationalities, she didn't correct us on yeah. that. And none of us knew, right? Like I didn't, no. know, I didn't know what smear the queer meant. Um, and I guess you could argue that queer just means different person, right? Like not in the context of gay. But later, I was like, oh, that clearly means you're supposed to just crush the gay person. Right? I don't know if kids still play Smear the Queer. I would doubt it. And I think if you did it on like a, uh, a modern-day campus, you'd probably get in severe trouble. Did you play – Dub, you're 25. Did you ever hear that phrase? Yeah, we were playing that game in the, on the playground growing up as well. Like you said, no idea what it meant. Yeah, right. Uh, Eddie Garcia uh, and Roberto, you guys play as well? Yep, 100%. Okay. So that probably I would imagine, like if uh, for my kids – if I saw them playing that game and they were calling it that, I'd be like, hey, guys, we need to come up with another word. <laughs> yeah, it's just like how schools went to crisscross applesauce. Instead of Indian Instead style. Instead of yeah. Indian style, because when we were kids, sit Indian style, you little brats. I don't understand, to be fair, why sitting Indian style is an insult. Yeah, I don't either. I understand you're right that crisscross applesauce is now what they say, and obviously that rhymes a lot better. <laughs> but I don't understand, like... The reason why people would sit Indian style, first of all, do only Indians sit with their legs crossed? I don't know why that phrase came around. Like, that's a pretty comfortable way it seems to sit, especially when you're a kid. But yes, you're right. They have replaced Indian style in schools with crisscross applesauce. I would say there's a difference between Indian style where I don't imagine there are a ton of people who are offended by that. But probably a lot of gay people are like yeah i wish you didn't play a football game called smear the queer where you try to destroy the person who has the ball right so my point on that is sometimes things that we do in sports in retrospect we're like yeah that probably probably should change the way we refer to that right so that's something that is an example that everybody on this show played 
and I bet a bunch of you kids out there listening uh, have never heard of before. I would bet. I would bet this is much less common. But you did it not intending to be offensive, which is the opposite of Montrez Harrell, but you just did it. It was a casual homophobia, right? Uh, and in retrospect, that's something probably that shouldn't exist because of that exact reason. It's a casual homophobia, which builds in the idea that that is an appropriate and normal response to someone who is different, right? When you really unpack where that name comes from. And this is, to me, by Montrez Harrell, an example of casual racism. It's a race-based insult that may well have existed in basketball for a long time, but that doesn't make it right. Okay, so we have one vote in the outkick jury for yes on fine or suspension. Who's up next? People's Court music in the background. Who's up next, Dub? We got Thomas in California. Thomas, what do you think? I think Montrez Harrell should be suspended. And let me just add one thing. I know it's two completely different sports, but when you take a look at Yuri Gurriel of the Houston Astros, and he made that uh, gesture. Oh, in yeah, that's a good point. Garbage, the Chinese, Chinese exactly, eyes. Right, exactly. So I don't know exactly how the NBA would handle it if he's going to get a suspension the following year, but I think he should definitely suspend him. Uh, for some sort of amount of time. And I think it's pretty ridiculous, the double standard that's being set here. I think it should be one standard for everybody, period. Yeah, I agree. You're, what was the suspension? you guys remember that? I forgot about that. Seven the, games the following year. Seven games the following year for making an eye slant gesture, right? Was that yeah, what he did? And uh-huh. he was in the dugout? Am he I correct in that? Yeah, right after, right after he hit a home run. Okay, so uh, seven games. All right, that's not a bad analogy. Um, and I think most people would probably say, yeah, he deserved to get suspended for that. That was clearly a race-based insult, same way to me as Montrez Harrell. Good, good, good recall there by a caller. Who's up next? Uh, we got GW in Cincinnati. All right, what's the opinion? Clay, how you doing, man? I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, doing well. I, I, I don't agree. I, I don't agree with a suspension. I would maybe do a fine just to make people like you happy. But quite honestly, um, I think this is a case where Clay and you're my guy, man. But. I think you don't understand the culture. And I think what Danny G brought up, if you listen to Doug Gottlieb, that's more of what's uh, going on in basketball today. If he had just called him, say, shut your bitch ass up, you know, when they're at the free throw line, then would that still have been a finable offense no. or even a suspension? No. That's just basketball trash talk. That's right. But I think there's a difference between shut your bitch ass up and shut your bitch right? ass white ass I up. Know. I know, but Clay, you mentioned like like you have Hispanic men of Hispanic uh, descent in your studio with you. I can guarantee you, those guys, if they were the only Hispanic dudes on the court, they're probably like, "Ooh, that Mexican is killing you," or you know, he's or, you know, yeah, but that's a but that's a hold on, that's a different. Like that Mexican is killing you. That white boy is killing you is a positive statement. Thanks for the right, call. But the, the difference here is when you say bitch ass white boy, all four of those words are designed to be insults. If somebody says, man, you better play better defense, that white boy is killing you, that is not an insult. That's an insult at you, right? Like, hey, you better play defense, that, that, that white guy is roasting you or that Mexican guy is roasting you. Or that Asian dude is killing you. You better pick up that Chinese dude. He's raining threes on your ass. That's not an insult. Right? Uh, Now, I would say 
that there's probably a lot of white people who wouldn't say, hey, you better pick up that black guy. He's killing you because they'd be like, oh, if you reference somebody's race and you're a white guy, it's racist. Even if it's a descriptor. I remember uh, we would, when I worked back in the day, the first job I ever had, uh, I worked at a uh, very, well, second job I ever had. Second job I ever had was in an American Eagle store. Uh, and we had uh, one black guy who worked on the American Eagle staff. And I don't know, there's probably 10 or 12 of us who worked there overall. Uh, this, uh, this black guy worked with us. When you, when you would ring people up, I always love this. It's an interesting like psychological examination. When you would ring people up, you would say, hey, did anybody help you? And you were supposed to get like your commissions were supposed to be tracked, right? Uh, to see how much you were helping in the store. No white person would ever say the black guy helped me. They'd be like, yeah, um, I think he was in like a, a you know, blue shirt. Uh, and I'd be like, you mean the black guy? Yeah, yeah, the black. Like you, like the only black guy working in the store when we were at the counter registering like who was getting credit for helping the white person at the at the store would always almost always describe the black guy as something other than their race because I suspect they were so afraid of being racist to notice that the person who helped them was black they'd be like yeah it was the guy he had on jeans and a blue shirt oh the black guy yeah it was the black guy But they would never, ever say, oh, yeah, the black guy was helping me. And I think it's because white people are so terrified of being called racist that even noticing that somebody was helping them who was black, this was a positive thing, they wouldn't even say it. So when you say bitch-ass white boy, all four of those words are included together as an insult. That's why they're all put together. If he had said, man, you're a bitch... I don't think anybody would have any problem with it. Now, maybe some of you out there are like, well, actually, it's insulting for a man to refer to another man as a bitch because he's emasculating him by equating femininity with weakness. That's the next level of woke, right? That's the next level of woke. In like 10 years, it's going to be an insult for one man to call another man a bitch, and it's going to be unacceptable. That's where we're headed. But right now, we're not there. So if he called him a bitch, I don't think anybody would complain, by and large. But you call him a bitch-ass white boy, that's a racial slur, racial insult. Who's up next, in my opinion? Uh, so we got two to one. What, what, did it, what, what did GW say? Did he say he would fine him, maybe so people like me would stop complaining? I just want equal treatment. I just want, if you're going to have rules, then I want them to be applied evenly to all people, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. If we're going to police language on a basketball court, then I think all rules should be the same. And I don't think anybody's doubting that if Luka Doncic had called Montrez Harrell a bitch-ass black boy, it would be the number one story in America today. And Luka would be suspended probably for the rest of the playoffs. Who's up next? We got Mike in Dallas. Mike, what's up? Hey, can you hear me? Yes. I'm on my new AirPods, but I won from taking the Mavs on the money line tonight. Uh, have you been up for like 64 consecutive hours? Yeah, and I've been waiting online for about two. Yeah, well, that's not true, but okay, so what's your point here? Well, 
I think that if you want to talk about why the NBA is trying to go towards equality, you have to at least go back to Kaepernick. What? Yeah, I think and we then, should go to the next one. Hold line. on. No, no, no. I, I actually <laughs> – what is your argument? Was... Colin Kaepernick is somehow involved here? Yeah, I think that the reason why Black Lives Matter got some exposure is because of Kaepernick. Uh-huh. Well, how does that have to do at all then, with, our, with our question here? Well, so then you're saying that, okay, why are the NBA players wearing equality on their backs and want to preach equality, and then they're not going to get upset because Montrez Harold was aggressive with his language? And I think that the time that you're spending talking about what someone said during a game, that time would be better spent talking about what Kaepernick was kneeling okay. for. So you waited and how long were you on hold? You waited to, we specifically said to callers, hey, we want you to weigh in with this particular question. And you called in to say that you're a Colin Kaepernick supporter. By the way, I got to be honest with you. This is how I think, thanks for the call. This is how I think of all Colin Kaepernick supporters. They just are so obsessed with Colin Kaepernick that something that has zero to do with Colin Kaepernick. That guy called in to wait for over an hour to say, in his mind, this was all about Colin Kaepernick. This is how I see the Kaepernick stands in life. Like, you're like, hey, man, uh, can you pass the ketchup? And the Kaepernick dude is like, well, you know, Colin Kaepernick was really good back in that game against the 49ers eight years ago. And you, I mean, uh, against the, the, did you see Colin Kaepernick eight years ago against the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs? You're like, dude, I just asked if you could pass the ketchup. We're watching a game. I want to put some ketchup on my hot dog. Hey, can we get some more chips? You know, speaking of chips, Colin Kaepernick was really good <laughs> back when he was beating out Blaine Gibbons. Like, dude, I didn't even mention Colin. Like, I just asked if you could get me some chips. My notch, can I get some more jalapenos on my nachos? Speaking of jalapenos, did you know that Colin Kaepernick was the first quarterback to ever throw for 300 yards and run for it? It's like Colin Kaepernick dudes can turn any conversation into Colin Kaepernick. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like it in sports. Hey, look, there's a cotton candy man. Speaking of cotton candy, do you remember when Colin Kaepernick's jersey was the number one selling jersey? It's like, dude, I just want some cotton candy. That's a Colin Kaepernick crew. Uh, who's up next uh, on the uh, on the Outkick jury? Yeah, we got JV in Louisville. JV in Louisville. What you got for me? Hey, man, um, it's an honor to talk to next ref Limbaugh, Sports Talk Radio. Um, you know, I think that uh, these uh, the guy I say uh, Luca ought to say to Montrez, "Hey, guess what? I'm, my name is Karma, and I'm your bitch. You're or you're my bitch because Montrez Harrell was here at Louisville. I'm a big Louisville fan, and he was caught up in that uh, Katina Powell thing, and he actually slept with her when he when he, when uh, he came on a recruiting visit. And that's probably why he came here." And Latino wouldn't make him captain of the team. Uh, he's a very rugged player. He's tough. 
But I think he's he should get a dose of his own medicine. And I'm so tired of this double standard of 55 years old. I've seen all the changes in the workplace. I've had more women and minority bosses in the last 25 years than I have had uh, white white bosses. We have come so far, and yet they're going to tell us that we haven't come anywhere with this stuff. That, and, and some of the guys are being humble about it. But we, I, I'm just so tired of this double standard that we live in, Clay, that when you can literally not say anything and they're treated a different way than the average person is, and when is this going to stop? Thanks for the when call. I, I, th- I think, look, that's my point. If you want to set a precedent, then the precedent has to evenly apply to all people. We can't have speech codes on a basketball court that are determined based on your race. We can't have black privilege on a basketball court where Montrez Harrell can insult Luka Doncic based on his race and have no penalty unless the standard is going to be Luka Doncic could do the same thing to Montrez Harrell or to uh, Jeremy Lin or to insert different race here and I think everybody out there listening understands that that would not be treated the same all right we got to go to break here I want to tell you as we go to break to go sign up for Outkick VIP we're going to talk with Jason Whitlock in the third hour of this show I'm curious what he's got to say about all of this he usually joins us on Mondays but we're going to keep taking your calls if you love calling in we got an Outkick VIP line you sign up for the Outkick VIP you get a direct Outkick VIP line Uh, And you also get the ability to comment on all of our articles. You get free uh, included Zooms, uh, which we did this weekend. Me, uh, for all of you out there who are OutKick VIPs, you can ask me any questions you want for VIPs only. And you get an autographed copy of my most recent book. All you got to do is go to OutKick.com slash VIP or just go to OutKick.com. All right, when we come back, more of your calls, the OutKick jury in session. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Juan Gabriel. Juan Giz. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are rolling here. Uh, a couple more of your calls. The outkick jury seems to be pretty squarely on the side of fine or suspension, but let me get a few more of the calls after Montrez Harrell called Luka Doncic a bitch-ass white boy, later apologized, got dunked on pretty hard by that bitch-ass white boy in the two, to the tune of the greatest, one of the greatest performances in NBA playoff history. I don't know if you want to poke the bear if you're Montrez Harrell. I imagine some of Montrez Harrell's teammates are like, thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. Way to, way to fire up uh, and produce the first ever 43.17 rebound, 13 assist game in the history of the NBA. And at least you showed up and brought your A game. Oh, wait, Montrez, you finished with two points, one rebound, and one assist. So, uh, so you got outpointed by 41 you got out-rebounded by 14, and you got out-assisted by 12. Otherwise, you were right there, toe-to-toe with the champ. Uh, who's got? Uh, who, who's weighing in, Dub? Who's next? Yeah, we got Art in Los Angeles. Art in L.A. What should happen here? Should we get a fine or suspension for Montrez, the, the outkick people's court? You are a juror. Thank you. Thank you, Clay. Hey, you know what? The Clippers need to do something about this guy and kick him off the damn team. <laughs> Are you a Clippers anything. fan? I would be so upset if I'm a Clippers yeah, I'm a fan. Clippers we never fan. win anything. 
No, no, no. The Clipper, and I, and I will not be a Clipper fan if they don't not do this. It's, it's, it's already been too late. They should have done this already a long time ago. As soon as this happened. Uh, so thanks for the call. If you are a Clipper fan, is this the most Clipper outcome imaginable? Your black basketball player insults the best white player in the league, and he proceeds to go medieval on you. As a Laker fan, Danny G, would you love anything more than the Mavs to eliminate uh, the Clippers after the Clippers basically turned Luka into the Terminator on the basketball court? (laughs) This is very much the curse of Donald Sterling. (laughs) That would be. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. I didn't even think about the fact that the Clippers had a racist owner. Oh, yeah. And now they got a racist player. Who's now the, the the curse of well I don't know this would be the curse of Donald Sterling although I imagine Donald Sterling is like somewhere watching these games is he still alive and he's like oh now there's a white guy who's worth having on a team and he's beating my team that's that's probably that's the curse of Donald Sterling it was like uh, I remember when uh, Iowa was playing against uh, was playing against Stanford. And Christian McCaffrey just went off on them. He had like, I don't know, 4,000 yards in the game. And I remember thinking Iowa football fans had to be like, ah, the bet, like, there's finally an unbelievable white dude at a skill position. And how does Iowa not have him? Like, Stanford, Christian McCaffrey is the highest paid running back in the history of the NFL now. But I think there was a bowl game. If I'm not mistaken, somebody look up and see if I'm not if I'm correct in this. I remember I had money on the Stanford Iowa bowl game, and Christian McCaffrey just went off against Iowa. And I remember thinking, like all the Iowa football fans, they always have the white guy who's athletic on Iowa football, the sneaky athletic white guy, the Tim Dwight of the world. Uh, and then they didn't have that guy, and he was just absolutely destroying them. And every Iowa fan had to be like, "How did we miss on Christian McCaffrey?" Christian McCaffrey was a one in a million player. He's Iowa football incarnate. The white guy who can't be defended. And we didn't get him. Am I right, by the way, about the Iowa and uh, and Stanford game? The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl, yeah. It was a Rose Bowl, right? Didn't he go 45, off? 45-16 Stanford. Yeah, but he went off. Christian McCaffrey went off in that Rose Bowl game. You're right. Uh, all right, who's up next, Dub? Yeah, he started the game with a 75-yard touchdown. So That's a good start. I, that was a good start. A good start to the game. Uh, yeah, up next we got Antonio in Oakland. Antonio, what should happen? Clay, I'm going to give him a 50K uh, fine. Um, reprimand him because we know the NBA has got a double standard. One more thing, Clay. Hey, uh, the Sacramento Kings announcer, 35 years, he even did fill in for Jim Rome. He, got his, he lost his job over something simple, what he said. And I wish you get that guy on the air, man. 35 years NBA announcer, he's out of the league, and guys like the NBA players can get away with whatever they want to say. Yeah, if I remember – thanks for the call. If I remember correctly, what happened there was he tweeted All Lives Matter. Yeah, that was Grant Napier. Yeah, we didn't ever spend any time on that because I think there were other stories that were bigger in the world of sports around then. I don't remember what they were, but that was what, like a couple of months ago? Yeah. That seems kind of crazy to me. The guy, I don't know what the backstory is on him, but he worked, if he if he truly worked for the team for 35 years and then he sent a tweet where he said all lives matter and he got fired, that's pretty crazy. I think the Kings felt some pressure because there were other stories circulating about him from former players. And yeah. so that's what put pressure on the organization. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's like this Milbury story. Do we have the audio of that? Like we haven't even talked about it, but this NHL guy got fired basically for saying that there were less distractions in the bubble for NHL players. What do you did you see that story, Eddie? Of course. 
so I'm not an NHL guy, right? Do we, by the way, Dub, do we have everybody? Uh, is there anybody else who wants to weigh in? Yeah, we got one more juror left on the, okay. on the line. The unanimous jury uh, it seems to have been pretty unanimous that at minimum there should have been a fine, but who's left? Yeah, we got Kevin in L.A. Kevin in L.A. Kevin, what do you think? What's going on, Clay? First of all, um, I want to tell you, you did a wonderful job with your interview with the president. Oh, thank you. The only thing you messed up on, yeah, only thing you messed up on, you didn't um, ask him to be a VIP and I'll kick (laughs) VIP on in. I guarantee he probably would have said yes. That would have been pretty awesome, (laughs) Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, great job. Um, Look, this thing's on so many levels. Look, um, let's just be real about it. There's um, a stereotype that, White European players in the NBA are soft. And, uh, I'm Montrez, glad, sorry to cut you off, but I'm glad you mentioned that, which ties in with you would probably agree with me that bitch ass white boy is all like that also factors in. Yes, that the Euro players are soft. So the whole insult, bitch ass white boy, is intended to be basically you're soft, in my opinion. All of those words are connected. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, Montrez, it was ignorant, but. In the moment, in the heat of the moment, he wasn't thinking to collect himself to not say white boy. I mean, white boy is just a term. There's a term white boy wasted. So in the the connotation that he said it, it was very, it was malicious. But there's been a lot of bad things on NBA court said, you know, um, uh, uh, leveled at gay people, um, you know, all kinds of races. And, um, yeah, he probably, I would say a fine would be warranted. I mean, they, I think they gave him double technicals in the game. And I think Luca told him, you know, stop flopping. And then he, that's when he said what he said. Look, you can't condone it. Uh, Gottlieb, I kind of agree with him. You know, it's, it's a basketball court. There's bad things that are going to be said. But, um, you know, bitch ass white boy is, is, is a little, is a little, is a bit much. But, you know, it's in the connotation of trash talk. And, um, you know, so let me just ask you this, Kevin. Let me ask you this, Kevin. If Luca drains that three on Reggie Jackson, which we can be like, hey, by the way, why is Reggie Jackson on Luca instead of uh, instead of Kawhi, which is another debate, another question down the line. But if Luca drains that three and he says immediately, wear it, you bitch ass black boy, and we all hear it, what happens to Luca? I think Luca would get he get fined. He gets suspended, and I think in the connotation, that would be malicious. That would be just as malicious as what Montrezl Harrell said. Right, that's what I'm saying. Um, but I'm saying, like, if, yeah. like, it's clearly the same thing. And thanks for the call, by the way. It's clearly intended to denigrate, right? Like, all of it is part of wearing that. And by the way, Luca is foreign. So it's not like Luca steps into, uh, you know, American race relations and he spent his whole life here. Right, so that would be an interesting angle of this as well. Like Montrez Harrell is from here; he is born and raised in the United States. Luca, if he had an insult of that similar way, it might be like, uh, you know, like he. And first, he's not speaking his native language, so the fact that he's not speaking his native language, but it's like Stephen Adams. Do you remember when there was a controversy because uh, he called? Uh, uh, he said like Russell Westbrook was. It was a positive thing, right? But he called him like a monkey. Do you guys remember that? Am I still no, on the I radio? Remember, I don't remember that. <laughs> Somebody look it up. Steven Adams said like they were like that he was running around like a good monkey or something like that. And in uh, in New Zealand, that is not a like he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that that was a that had a racist connotation. Yeah, I do remember that. And so it kind of turned into a uh, issue. I think it was like a post game interview 
or something, and it was intended to be positive. Somebody look up that exact quote that he used, but that's an example of something that might not translate, right? Because that's a, that's a phrase that he said they use in New Zealand all the time in a positive way. And he's like, I, you know, I wasn't raised in a in America. I'm not, con- you know, aware of everything. Quick little monkeys is what yes. he said. Yeah, it was after Game One of the Western Conference Finals. He described the Warriors guards as quick little monkeys. Yeah, and then everybody, everybody was like, uh oh. Now I don't think they did anything there, but that's an example of to me intent, right? Like that was first of all, he's foreign. But secondly, he wasn't intending it to be a negative. Bitch-ass white boy is all intended to be negative. Um, whereas, you know, like if somebody said, oh, that's a badass white boy, that wouldn't be like, you know, if, if one of Luca's teammates, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case, said, oh, you know, like he's a badass white boy. First of all, that's a funny reference now because he got called a bitch-ass white boy. But that's a, you know, that's a use of, uh, of the phrase in a positive way, right? The connotation is not anywhere near as negative. When we come back, situation in the NHL with Milbury, and uh, we will continue to uh, roll. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's play this. Uh, let's play this audio from uh, NBC. You're our resident hockey expert. I heard it and I was like, "Is this it?" So here is what. What's this guy's name? Mike Milberry. Mike Milberry said on NBC that got him in trouble and basically got him run out of his job. Here it is. Come here and play hockey, and it, it, I mean, if you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regards to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. Not even any woman here to disrupt their concentration. All right, so he basically said, hey, inside of the bubble, there's no woman to come distract you at your concentration. I mean, I think it's kind of a lighthearted comment, but... I mean, this, and he lost his job basically for this. I mean, I heard it and I was like, there has to be like something more here. Because, uh, yeah, the, the, the NHL put out a statement apologizing the league. Apologize. Look, here's the deal. Anyone, like I have said on this radio show, my wife and my kids went away for like 10 days and I was solo in the house, right? Uh, it's easier for me to do my job when my wife and my kids aren't in the house, considering I work from home. There are tons of people out there listening to us, men and women, who have had their kids home for months, and they would say, my God, it would be so much easier to do my job from home if I didn't have obligations of my family, right? Now, you miss your family. You want to be with them, but... There's no doubt that having your family around makes work more difficult, right? When you're working from home. I mean, how many dads and moms out there have been trying to do a Zoom call and your three-year-old comes running through screaming because they're ready for breakfast, right? I mean, that doesn't mean that you don't want to be around your family. It just means that it's easier. But that's on a serious level. This is clearly like a joke, when you hurt, I mean, am I crazy that this is the guy gets run out of town for this? No, you're not crazy. Um, the most hockey fans, you're the hockey expert. 
Do most hockey fans think this is crazy? I don't well, know Milbury. Is yeah. he well-liked? No, he isn't. He's, okay. he's old school, and a lot of people think he's a kind of a dinosaur. But even so, uh, this was clearly a, a comment made in jest. I think a lot of people thought he was talking about maybe groupies being around the players, which right. is a real thing. Which, I mean, uh, no doubt. I, mean, uh, I, 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 I tell myself, don't click on the comments, but I went on Twitter to see what people were saying. The first tweet I saw was from a woman who said, this is why I can't get a job in the NHL. I was like, this is why? Really? I Because these are mis- they people took it as sexist and misogynistic and I just don't even understand that. Like if the if the uh if the women's soccer American soccer team, right? Women's uh, uh national team. If they were able to uh go and be in a bubble and just focus on trying to win the World Cup and they had no other responsibilities and somebody said it's a lot easier for them without the men around, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, all they have to do is just focus on their craft, right? Like, he's trying to make a joke there, I think, but also being in a bubble and just being focused on your job does make doing your job easier. I mean, does anybody, quickly here, does anybody think that's worthy of losing your job, that comment? Uh, no way. No. Duh. Probably not. I mean, this is crazy. Like, I saw this because I'm, I'm not a hockey guy, and I saw that this was trending, and we put an article up about it on on OutKick, and I was like, there's got to be something else there. Like, I listened to that audio, and I was like, where's the rest of it? And they were like, that's it. By the I'm way, like, he, the- he hasn't been officially fired, but he's not going to work again the rest of the postseason, so we'll see what happens after that. I mean, that's crazy to me that the guy lost his job, basically, for that. Jason Whitlock's going to join us next. We'll see what he thinks about all this controversy. Luca Montrez, this guy Milbury losing his job. And how about 77 false positives in the NFL? That story's crazy, too. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style chart topping canciones and drama facts yes all of the above are correct but most importantly they're some of the biggest latin icons in the world and they're just a few of the game-changing latin stars we're covering in becoming an icon season two listen to becoming an icon on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. 
You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.